think of your life as a glow stick. Um, in order for that light to shine, in order for that glow stick to actually be effective and do its thing, it has to be broken. And in order to be broken, it has to go through some crazy stuff. And the cool thing about a glow stick as well is not just broken once, it's broken multiple times to get that full effect, that full shine. So don't be afraid to fail because once you're broken, you rebuild and you become better. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Rough Next Podcast. I am your host, Cole Nixon. I'm a senior at Ohio Wesleyan University in Delaware, Ohio, majoring in business marketing with a minor in data analytics. I also play football for the Battling Bishops with a love for sports and entrepreneurship. That's why I started this podcast. I wanted to be able to share the knowledge and advice of sports figures and entrepreneurs with all of you. Just about every week, I try to bring on a guest who is viewed as a leader and motivator in the world of athletics, coaching, entrepreneurship, business, and just life in general. A new episode is released every single Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss Motivation Monday at the end of each episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Podcast and Twitter at RoughnecksPodC1. If you want to contact the Roughnecks Podcast about potential sponsorship or collaboration, then message us on social media or email at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Shout out to Dante Fair for the podcast music introduction and PNH Studio for the logo. Now let's get into this week's show. Joining the Roughnecks podcast for episode 26 is yet another Ohio Wesleyan alum, Jerry Harper. Jerry spent his four years in Ohio away from home, which is all the way across the country in California. In this episode, I talk with him about his speed training business of One Speed Athletes. We discuss the struggles along with the pleasures of entrepreneurship. He says, entrepreneurship is fun, but not easy. Everyone talks about the sexy side of things, but seem to forget the hardships that come with it. Jerry's Motivation Monday is one that you don't want to miss with his glow stick analogy. It is something that I personally grasped onto, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jerry Harper. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. Before I dive into this week's episode, I want to let all my listeners know that by the time this episode is released, there will only be five more days left to order some Roughnecks merch. This is the first time that we've ever sold anything, and you can pre-order it till Friday. I do not know if or when more merch will be available, but be sure to head over to Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast or Twitter at Roughnecks Pod C1. Check out what's for sale. T-shirts, $20, long sleeve, $25, mask for $8, and stickers are one for $4 or three for $8. You can message me on social media if you would like to pre-order something or email me at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. I will stop taking orders on Friday, March 19th, so get your orders in now. But joining the Roughnecks podcast for episode 26 is an Ohio Wesleyan alum who is who's doing pretty well for himself, I'd like to call, with his business, One Speed Athletes, out in California, all the way across the country from where I'm at in Ohio. But welcome to the Roughnecks podcast, Mr. Jerry Harper. Appreciate it. That was awesome. Thanks for having me, man. So I like to let my guests, um, especially, uh, like I have a lot of Ohio Wesleyan guests on here, so a lot of people are, know and a lot of Ohio OU listeners listen, or OU people listen. But give me a background on who you are for people who don't know who Jerry Harper is. So 
Again, I'm Jerry Harper. Grew up in Oceanside, San Diego, California. Uh, played football, then got recruited to um, Ohio Westland. Played four years there playing uh, corner and punter and a return man. Graduated from there 20, dang, when was it? 2018. Almost forgot for a second. <laughs> uh, and uh, moved back home to California, started my own training business, and then I coach at my high school coaching football as well. So I do speed and performance training now after graduating from OU. So I like to ask all my guests this, and a lot of them give me the similar answers, especially like a lot of my OU guests. But I'm curious to hear your answer mm-hmm. because you came all the way from California. So what was it that made you come yeah. from all the way from California to come to Ohio Westland? One, just to play ball, just to play another four years of the game that I love, which is football. And to get out of California too, give me a, to give me, give myself a greater appreciation of California and just explore other parts of the country. I've never really left California my whole life until, until then. And just to see seasons. Of I was going to ask, have you ever seen weather. snow? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen snow. I've been out to Ohio once before, but I was like a little guy, but not very, um, don't remember much, but actually going out there for college, actually seeing the seasons and, changes of the leaves and all of all that other stuff that comes with it like you don't get that in california it's nice like summer style in ohio in california 24 7 yeah so i wanted to actually experience weather which one do you prefer definitely california ohio was great (laughs) i did my four years and i'm back home i'll go out and visit every now and then but i i couldn't stay out there (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, I feel like it's hard to go, like, from California to Ohio, but it's easier to go from, like, Ohio yeah. to California. Yes, very easy, very easy. With that time difference, because you have a – we, I mean, we already talked about it, but that time difference, was that hard adapting to? Like, you're, especially, like, I feel like your first year might have been a little bit more difficult than, like, when you got through uh, your career. But was that time difference mm-hmm. kind of something that was difficult to adapt to? And, like, how did you adapt to it? Um, really didn't affect me that much or at least I didn't pay attention to it at all in terms of the three hour time difference. I didn't really, it probably did affect me, but I just never really noticed it or paid attention enough to like pick up on, I'm probably still on California time, but it didn't really bother me or affect me at all. Really. Now that I think about it. So our topic this month is mindset and Mm -hmm. as a trainer and as a coach, I feel like that's something you have to develop in your players as well as you have to have the right mindset. So, but we're going to talk about your mindset as a player first, because Mm -hmm. Every, I mean, every football player, every athlete has almost a different style of mindset. What was your mindset, you know, like for a game or for a practice or for the weight room? Were they same or did you have kind of different mindsets in those areas? They're all, I'll say, I'll say it's the same in all areas of the weight room, um, on the field, classroom, whatever. Is just get the job done. That's all that mattered. Um, whatever it took, get it done. If it doesn't have to be pretty, don't have to finesse it, just get the job done that was kind of like my mindset in a lot of things and even out of even out of the athletic field of sports in the classroom business life job you ask me to do something I'm gonna do my best to get it done that was my mindset for a lot of things and that's a good mindset to have is just like because once you start something especially I feel like I'm a big yeah. person on once you start something you got to mm-hmm. finish it it's like you can't leave Definitely. things half done yeah that was huge that was one of my high school coaches running track he always told us never ring the bell it's a military thing with the Navy SEALs, or I think it's Navy SEALs. Yeah, uh, but it's SEALs. Just some form of military training of if you want to quit, you can just go over there and ring the bell if you want. And that's something that he kind of instilled in us of just never ring the bell. Like, you might not like something, 
finish it and then don't come back next year, but don't quit halfway through. Like finish whatever you're doing that year or finish whatever you're doing that season. And then obviously evaluate it. So I like to continue if it's going to benefit me, continue if it's not, then step away from it. But always finish what you start. So that's kind of my mindset uh, moving forward after high school, going into college and now in my somewhat adult life. Uh, it's kind of funny because my mom, that was her big thing, especially I remember as a kid, you know, you, you'd start things wouldn't be going your way in sports and you just want to uh-huh. quit. Like you don't really yeah. have that mindset developed yet. And yeah. my mom was always, as, if the season started, you you weren't allowed to quit. If you didn't want to play mm-hmm. next year, that's fine. Like you said, if you want to, yeah. you can reevaluate, but you, the season has already started. So mm-hmm. you have to keep going. Yeah. So after college, or I don't even know, did you start one speed before college, like before you graduated, or was this something that you started after college? So I kind of dabbled with it while I was in college. So my spring semester, senior year, I was training some guys on the team or just working with some guys on the team. Shane Quinn, Sherm. Shane Quinn uh, needs all the help in his speed department that he can get. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was the one I was with the most consistent. Who else? Sherm, Roy, and a couple other guys that we just do some speed work. Because I went home. It was after the season, during the Christmas break, I came home. Then I grabbed some equipment that I would do training with um, when I was home and brought it back out to Ohio and then started training those guys. Turned it into like a business once I came back home. Why did you decide to turn it into a business? Was there something that sparked your interest for it or what was it? So yeah, so my strength coach in high school, uh, Ryan Flaherty, he's now the director of performance at Nike. And at the time he was our strength coach, but when he wasn't training us, he was training college dudes and pro athletes and whatnot. And I was like always watching him from a distance and just his lifestyle or just that lifestyle of training and having fun and being involved with the sport and not necessarily playing it and just trying to be uh, in that athletic world. And that's something I knew that I wanted to do as soon as I got done playing. Like I got to be around athletes some way, shape or form. I don't want to sit at a desk. And another big thing, I want to work for myself. I don't want to have to report to somebody or work strict hours or only make so much money or whatever that is. I just wanted to be me and whatnot. And so that's what definitely inspired me to start my own training business once I got back home. And it's it's been a cool journey. It's definitely, it's not easy. It's fun. It's not easy. Uh, definitely uh, challenging. It's challenging me, myself, uh, mentally and keeping me accountable things that I haven't been accountable to before. But it's definitely a, a fun journey so far. That's the thing about, especially being an entrepreneur, everything's on you. Like, yeah. you, you, mm-hmm. like you said, you have to hold yourself accountable and it's, it's, you really have to hold yourself because if something doesn't get done, you can't say, oh, it's for this or this. It's, it's yeah. on you. So on you. what would you say is the hardest thing or was the hardest thing to pick up or is still the hardest thing? Well, in the, like running the business side of things, at least. Mm-hmm. I would say the hardest thing is, I would say just being seen. Uh, getting noticed, like getting the kids or the clients or whatnot, taking that step to like ask, oh, can I train or like putting myself out there or essentially asking for help in a way. Um, and then I know it's, the reason why it's hard and challenging just because men in general, like being a man, you don't ask for help. You're supposed to figure it out yourself. Um, so that's definitely been a challenge. Um, asking for help in a sense of asking someone that asking someone to either help me with my business or putting my business out there to get clients and taking that step, going door to door, asking people like, Hey, I just started my training business, blah, blah, this and that. I'm in the area. 
if you have any kids in high school and just growing the business is definitely the most hardest part. And then all it takes though, is a little bit of traction. Once you start to get that little bit of traction, yeah. it can help, but it's the mm-hmm. hardest part is getting that traction. And I yeah. like, I, cause I experienced the same thing with the podcast where, you know, I'm making episodes every week, but you know, mm-hmm. I might not, I'm not getting exactly what I want yet, but if yeah. you start to see like we're you're taking steps up the ladder yeah. to where it's getting better mm-hmm. and better and better. Yeah. The consistent action is what's definitely going to make that happen. Cause it's not a quick fix uh, or not a quick fix, but it's not a, a quick success. I would say. So definitely being consistent and staying true to what you do. It'll definitely pay off in the long run. That's another down, not a downside, but it definitely a what makes the entrepreneurship uh world definitely harder because that's the side that people don't see they see the success they don't see the 10 plus years that you've been doing it that no one ever heard of you you're like oh you must have been doing this for a long time and big time and this and that you're like nah i mean 10 years ago you wouldn't even know who i was and i've been doing this for so long you're just now seeing this big stuff where i was in a warehouse now you see this huge facility um so definitely consistency and constant action and taking those steps to getting that empire whatever you want to do yeah you never know that's the thing too like even apple started in a garage like it was the littlest thing and that's every entrepreneurship everybody always talks oh it's so sexy and it's that's like they they think it's awesome and great but they don't realize it is a hard and long journey to get to where these people are it's not something Mm -hmm. that's easy and yeah you work for yourself but that's also the thing you're working for yourself it's all on you yeah it's yeah. where people don't see, don't, they don't realize the hardship that comes with it. And that's why yeah. I think also you see a lot of entrepreneurs, you will see a lot of them fail because if they don't, if they don't understand, like there is the hard parts behind it, then there are, mm-hmm. they're already going to be kind of putting themselves behind. Yeah. So you talked about your mindset that you had, and is that something that you instill into the people that your athletes that you are training? Is that the mindset you want them to have? Or do you install almost a different mindset with them? Gotcha. Um, so I don't necessarily install my mindset onto them. I give them ideas or suggestions or just let them know what I did. And I kind of help them develop their own mindset into the training. So I'll give them suggestions of what I did of like me, my mindset was get the job done, whatever it takes to get it done. That could be different for you, but me sharing that with you and showing that to you can help you develop your own mindset or uh, your own why or purpose of what you do or why you, that put, the, the reason why you do what you do. So I'm not necessarily trying to make the kids that I train have the same mindset as me of get the job done, but I'm definitely developing their mindset of hard work and consistent action and finishing the job. Always finish the rep. That's why I say a lot to the kids that I'm training. Finish the rep, finish the rep, finish the rep. Don't come up short. Because what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. That's applicable to everything, not just training, also life as well. Whatever you put into life, that's you're going to get out of it. If I put in half effort and I get half effort back, I can't get mad because that's what I put into it. So a lot of the kids, some kids that I train like, oh, I'm not getting any faster. I'm like, I know why you're not getting any faster. I'm not getting any bigger. I'm not getting any stronger. It's because during the training sessions, you're not giving me maximum effort and you're expecting maximum, you're, you're expecting maximum return and you're putting in minimum effort and that equation doesn't work. So that's definitely what I've tried to instill to the kids that I train of just give me everything you got and relentless effort and get the job done. I like that you said the, the whole thing about you're not develop like, or instilling your mindset mm-hmm. and you're letting them develop their own because that's something I talked about 
on an episode a couple of weeks ago where, you know, mm -hmm. Mamba mentality was, is yeah. the biggest, everybody knows that mindset and knows yeah. Kobe's mindset. But my thing is, is like, yeah, he had his, you can take mm -hmm. bits and pieces from that. You can take bits and pieces, yeah. from, but develop your own mindset about things because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're not doing it. Like your mindset's not for someone else. It's for yourself. Yeah, exactly. So it's big. I like that you do that. And that's a good, a very good thing that you're doing. So the thing I'm going to ask you though, is when you look at it, like we all have our days where like, mm -hmm. we're just having a bad day mm -hmm. and say you're going to train those athletes. What, how do you develop your mindset to shift that mindset to where, you know, yeah, I'm having a shitty day, but mm -hmm. I still have to like, you have to, you can't go out and be you, like you said, you can't yeah. give minimum effort. So how do you do yeah. that? How do you get through that? mindset of all right i gotta shift this because i gotta make mm -hmm. sure that they get their like they're giving they're giving me their full potential gotcha so I, I i just think of the long run of kind of the same way in entrepreneurship of being consistent 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 it's not necessarily because you're not going to be 100 percent every single day but what you can control is just the consistent action of those same steps um so when i do have those bad days and not feeling too hot i always think of when I look back on this, it's going to pay off. So grind through it, get the job done. Um, it might not feel good. It might suck. I might be exhausted. This kid might be, doesn't listen, doesn't pay attention. Whatever the case may be, I always think of like, when I look back on this, um, it's going to pay off. I want to see those, those steps or I want to see where he developed and how he started. Um, so that's definitely my mindset going into things when I'm not feeling too hot. And that's what helps me change to bring that juice, bring that energy, because same with the kids, whatever they put into it, they're going to get out of it. And I apply it to myself as well. Whatever I put into it, I'm going to get out of it as well. So, and I also have to set that tone and set that example as a trainer. And that's huge on any, that's huge with like everything. And I coach football too. So it's like, I can't come into practice on a half tank because guess what? My kids are going to come into practice and resemble my energy so if i bring in the energy i don't care if you have to fake it bring that energy bring that juice and the results are endless at that point but definitely having those bad days do suck but definitely gotta think of the long term the long-term effect of it that's a, well, that's what helps me get through those bad days of yes it sucks yes it's a grind but i'm gonna look back and say i'm glad i did it so i'm gonna start you i'm using this on my episodes this month and there's mm -hmm. a podcast called Betting on Yourself by Michael Redd, who I don't know if you know who he is. He was a Ohio mm -hmm. State basketball player, played for the Milwaukee Bucks, and was on the mm -hmm. Olympic, the 2008 Olympic team. But mm -hmm. he, his podcast, and he asked every guest this question, and I feel like it's a, a mindset thing, and it's an entrepreneur thing for you too. But mm -hmm. he asked every guest, um, "What does it mean to bet on yourself?" So, what does it mean mm -hmm. to you to bet on yourself? I would say betting on your. Though, what does it mean to me to bet on myself? Like you know what you're capable of doing. You know yourself what you're capable of doing. If you know you can do it, always bet on yourself because you know the effort that you're going to put into it. You know, you're, I mean, you're in complete control of everything that you do. Betting on someone else, you're no longer out of the driver's seat. When you put the bet on yourself, you're in the driver's seat. So if you lose, you have no one else to blame but yourself. If you win, obviously, I mean, I was in control of it. I control the situation. So betting on myself, I always choose to bet on myself because I'm in control. I guess that's my thoughts of betting on myself, of me being in control and not betting on myself is me being out of control. 
and I control all the pieces with betting on myself. A few uh, quick questions to like wrap up the uh-huh. question segment. But if you could go yeah. back in time, tell yourself one thing, what would it be? It'd be simple as just do it. Like the things that I hesitated on doing or yeah, the things that I hesitated or regretted or whatnot of whether it be school or asking a girl out or sports, whatever the case may be, of just do it because you're only going to learn from it or, or and like it's not going to, it's, it's nothing bad. There's no, nothing bad's going to happen. No, I'm just going to learn from it. So just like, just do it. Just to not have regrets in a way. I think that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, just not having regrets. That's something I would tell my, if I can look back or go back uh, to certain situations or certain things that I passed up on and just do it. If it was good or bad or ugly, it didn't matter. Just do it. So I think that's something I would definitely. You got to take that chance. Like, cause you never know exactly. You never know what's actually going to happen unless you take that chance to find out. So that's, that's actually, I I like that. Mm -hmm. But now it's time for the best segment of the podcast, which is motivation, motivation Monday. (laughs) Motivation Uh Monday is where I give, I like, I'm going to let you give our listeners a little motivation to get their week started Mm -hmm. on Monday morning. So what do you have for motivation Monday? Kind of two things for my motivation Monday. So don't be afraid to fail and go do it. Think of your life as a glow stick. Um, in order for that light to shine, in order for that glow stick to actually be effective and do its thing, it has to be broken. And in order to be broken, it has to go through some crazy stuff. And the cool thing about a glow stick as well is not just broken once. It's broken multiple times to get that full effect, that full shine. So don't be afraid to fail because once you're broken, you rebuild and you become better. And think of, again, the glow stick. Once I'm broken, it actually shines and brights after it's broken, not once it's still. And also another thing, uh, something that I learned listening to another podcast, actually, Inky Johnson. And Great one podcast. thing that he said, yeah, love Inky Johnson. Uh, one thing that he said that stuck with me forever uh, was a couple of years ago in his podcast, which was as long as you make sure someone else's life is okay, God's going to take care of mine. So every day that I go out, I always not necessarily look for the opportunity, but don't pass up the opportunity to take care of someone else's life or make sure someone else is having a better day than I am. Cause I know again, on the back end, I'm going to be taken care of because of that. So I say that, that two things in my motivation of don't be afraid to fail and take care of other people because you can't do everything on your own. Got a glow stick analogy. That's, that's the first time I've ever heard something like that, but that's, that's all like, that's something yeah. to grasp onto. I really like that. That is, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I was saying the cool thing about the glow stick, it's like, I get scary at times too, because no one wants to be broken. No one wants to fail. No one wants to do that. But again, in order to shine, in order to light, to shine, in order to grow, like you have to be broken down in some way, shape or form. Like you can't grow without going any challenge. You can't, yeah, grow without going through any challenge, just like pressure creates diamonds. It's all that same aspect of you have to go through the fire to make it to the other side. Now it's time for the final segment Mm -hmm. of today's episode, which is called Rapid Fire. I'm going to ask you a variety of simply this or that questions. Just answer them as quickly Mm -hmm. as possible. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. DB or punting? DB. Fake punt or send it? Fake punt. Yeah, you are uh, definitely the best uh, at running the fake punt at Ohio Wesleyan. No one's been able to master it quite like you could. Yeah, it was nice. Coaching or training? Training. Ohio or Cali? California. Easy one right there. (laughs) Morning workout or night workout? Morning workout. And with that, we're going to wrap up episode 26 of the Roughnecks podcast. Thank you, Jerry Harper, for being yet another 
Ohio Wesleyan alum to join the podcast. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Where can people find you and or One Speed on social media? Uh, so I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, One Speed Athletes. Also have a website, onespeedathletes.com, where you can find me. Uh, contact me, reach out to me at any time, answer any questions you guys have on in training or just in life in general, goal setting, uh, mindset, anything training related or just bettering yourself or bettering your life. I'm always an open door. Definitely be sure to give him a follow. And don't forget to get your orders in for the Roughnecks merch. But for now, you know the deal. Until next week, Roughnecks out. I told you that Jerry's Motivation Monday was one to listen to. I have never heard anyone compare life to a glow stick, but it is just so true. In order to shine, you have to be broken, and we're all going to get broken at times, but that helps us shine. I will never forget that for the rest of my life. Diving into Jerry's thoughts on entrepreneurship is also interesting because he is right. People forget about the hardships and, you know, they always see the end result but forget that there are struggles that comes with it. It's a very long and hard journey. You have to keep pushing in order to be successful. You also have to stay consistent. That's a mindset that goes beyond business. If you like this episode with Jerry Harper, then be sure to rate and review, then go subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Only five days left to pre-order some Roughnecks merch. T-shirts, long sleeves, masks, stickers are all for sale. Head over to Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast and Twitter at RoughnecksPodC1 to see what's for sale. And while you're there, give us a follow. Check back in next week for an episode with Corey Hare. But until next week, you know the deal. Roughnecks out. Oh, thank you.